Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey, I'm Kate. And I'm Joe. Today we have Marisa Miller-Wolfson here to talk about animal rights. And Joe gets super duper into it. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm Joe Santagato. Today we have a special guest. We have Marisa Miller Wolfson is here. Woohoo! That is like the coolest name. Is that? <laughs> like you. it sounds like a, I don't even know, like a, just a really important person, I feel like. Is it because it's the, the two Wolfson? last names? That's, I just noticed that. The Wolf That's and the Wolfson. That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, oh Wolf. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Big missions here on planet Earth. <laughs> You need wolf energy to get it done. That's right. The funny thing is I married a Wolfson, so I was just a Miller, and there's a supermodel named Marisa Miller. Yeah. Marisa Miller. Uh, so I get Facebook requests all the time from randoms <laughs> who think I have big boobs or whatever. And um, then they see me. But um, so I married so I married David Wolfson, and the feminist in me was like, I don't know if I should take his name. And then, uh, then the, the animal lover in me was like, Wolfson is badass. Yeah, I'm totally Wolfson. taking that. Wolfson totally is taking like that name. awesome. Yeah, Marisa Miller Wolfson here to spread animal rights. It sounds through like the a, kingdom, like a, a name in a textbook. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, just well, sounds like a textbook name, like a when you're like in elementary school like a warrior, and you're reading it like that. Yeah, like maybe you'll be in the history be books. Many, many, many years, many centuries before I think animal rights will be in the textbooks. Maybe not many centuries. Maybe many decades. Many decades. Yeah, we'll see. So anyway, I told <laughs> I told Joe literally what like half an hour before we started recording today, the first one. I was like, guess who I have coming on? Oh, no. I didn't tell him because Joe, he's not like anti animal rights, but he's so like he's like unless it's a dog, <laughs> I don't care. Which every time I'm like, <gasps> <gasps> no, and I'm well aware that my my view is like flawed. Obviously, like I'm, you know, because like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Even people that are like who like are 
you know, they're like, oh, I don't care. We should eat animals. Like, who gives a shit? But when they hear me go, just not dogs. Just that's the only thing. And they're like, that's so dumb. Like, I really <laughs> hope you know that. And I'm like, I do. But that's just, but I don't it's know. it's human, I think. It's the way humans operate. We're not consistent across the board. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are used to dogs and cats being the cute, you know, quote unquote, cute animals. <laughs> I hate cats. If cats taste good, I'd eat them all. Oh, God, Joe. Random ones that you find on the street, take them home. Awful. I swear to God. Do you know, do you ever wear any kind of fur? No. Why yeah, you don't, you don't wear fur. <laughs> you, do you hide your fur coat? My socks <laughs> aren't even matching right now. You think I'm wearing fur coats? Well, no, the funny thing, though, is a lot of people feel that way. But a lot of the fur that comes from China, which is like 50% of it, I think, is actually dog. Which That's I know right. you know, as That's if I'm right. telling you, yeah. you need to hear <laughs> really? this. Really? Yeah. But it's interesting because a lot of people don't even realize they're wearing their dog around their uh, collar that would kill in the me. winter. Yeah. See, like, well, might have to kill a person if listen, I see him wearing a dog. Clearly, okay, so clearly, and I've been waiting, like, we've been doing this podcast two years, and I've been very careful about bringing up the animal rights thing. Um, but I felt that it was time. And mm-hmm. uh, because when I first became vegan, I was like, it's so funny. Like, I became a vegan very quickly, and then suddenly, if you weren't, you were a sinner. You know what I mean? Like, it was that oh, kind yes. of thing. Like, yeah, you're oh. like, meanwhile, I was eating meat the week before, but then I made totally. a choice, and I'm like, you're all going to hell. <laughs> you know? And then, and then, like, eventually, I mean, I've been, I haven't eaten meat, I guess, in like about 12 years. So it's been a while. And then I kind of oh, softened Jesus. where I'm just as passionate about it, but I'm way less point the finger you're evil if you aren't on board and you know i used to go to a lot of the protests where i saw so many people approaching it in a way where they were calling people whores if they wore fur and i was like no 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 guys like (laughs) no no." you're (laughs) not a whore you're a bitch (laughs) (laughs) maurice is there to set the record i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) but no what i what i love about you and your energy and your approach to it is that it's it's not you're not yelling at people you're trying to educate and you have a documentary out called Vegucated. Yes. Um which you can get into if you want. I mean obviously you're going to but I mean like I'm not like no get into it. <laughs> but uh yeah, I just loved your approach on the whole thing. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I did uh well I used to wear fur. I used to eat meat. I used to eat veal. I mean, I used to eat the like the worst of the worst. And I used to wear the worst of the worst. So you know, when I made my transition shortly thereafter, I also was like you at the protest. And I was like, <laughs> you know, but then there's something I think that comes actually from an from a nice place in the sense, in the sense that we really, really care and we're really, really passionate and our eyes have just been opened. And honestly, it's a little bit like dealing with trauma, you know, and how do we process trauma once we've been exposed to this, you know, new information um, and spreading the word and helping the animals is like so important to our own healing. So I think that's a natural process, but um, no, not the most productive way to spread the word. Not the most productive well, way. Well, no one responds ever, whatever the, the issue is. If you're yelling at a person, like even if right. it's environmental stuff, if someone's on their way to work and you're like, hey, asshole, are you <laughs> recycling? Like yeah. no one's going to respond. Do you know what's funny? It's funny that you say that because there was one time, I forgot who it happened to. I'm not sure if it happened to my sister or a coworker, but they posted something. I think my sister, like my grandma had this fur coat and like my, when she died, we like cleared out her apartment and we found it. And my sister like posted on Instagram and like some person like freaked out and was like tagging all these accounts. And then they were all saying wild shit. And it like, 
I'm not like a fucked up person, but like that made me want to just like post a picture of like. 10 hamburgers and fur just all over me like fuck you guys like you know what i mean so like you're saying it's like a bad approach like if you approach people in that way instead of the way of educating people instead of you know what i mean in a calm manner like that's way more productive than just being like oh you're fucking you're an idiot what are you doing or those people that throw paint at people or some shit but the paint throwing thing can i please correct that has not happened since the early 90s or something (laughs) nobody's throwing paint but they are throwing accusations so you're right about that but um (laughs) but one the most productive interaction i had with a stranger on the street wearing fur was where i sort of tapped her on the shoulder i was like excuse me i said I used to wear fur. And it's great that I used to wear fur, so I can say that. I mean, it's not great, but it is. And then I can be like, you know what? I used to wear fur. And then I found out that they're, um, you know, caught in steel leg hold traps where they can rot for days and writhe and pain for days. And they'll try to chew their, you know, their leg off to escape. Or um, they're on a fur farm in a tiny cage and they'll be anally electrocuted so that the fur isn't damaged, you know, with any blood or any anything like that so you know so I was, you should have seen her face she was like okay okay and she's like well you know i got this as a gift i was like you know that's a really good point because i inherited a fur as myself from my mm-hmm. grandmother um <clears throat> and here i am at this place well do i wear it do i not so i decided not to wear it just so that i'm not like a walking advertisement saying it's okay to wear fur and she was like oh you know i never thought about it that way thank you so just Coming from a place of not accusing, but I'm on your side makes a world of difference. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, just how human nature is supposed to work yeah. <laughs> in general. Like, we're yeah. all connected and we can't get mad. People are unconscious at so many things. And it's yeah. not that you can't get mad at someone's unconsciousness if it's hurting other people. It's right. more of we all have blind spots. And a lot of people who eat meat or, you know, are partaking in that, um, they don't even realize what's going on in factory farms because it's not something that most people see. Like, I, honestly, one of the one of the things that really made me also want to have you on is like someone shared a really brutal factory farming video on Facebook. And normally, you know, um, I don't know sometimes how I feel about it because sometimes I'm just like, you know, but because I don't know if that's the way to go about it either. Right. But I actually appreciate it because I was like, well, even though I don't eat meat, I sometimes forget at the horrors that are going on every day for animals and how horribly they're being treated. And I was just like, I want people to at least, whether or not you decide to stop eating meat and cheese or dairy, whatever it is, at least be aware of what's going on every day for animals. Like it's, it's insane. And I know you say, you're like, I wouldn't care if I saw those videos, but it's like, I think no, you I didn't might say that I I've seen those videos before. And I'm like, wow, that's terrible. But, to me, this is how I look at it, or this is how I deal with it. <laughs> I know that it's it's the process is horrible. Like, honestly, my opinion about eating meat, I don't think will ever change. I think that that's just the the way it is, and maybe that's wrong, but that's just how you know I think right now. But to me, I compare it to this. Like when I'm watching the Discovery Channel, right, and I see a lion chasing a gazelle. And or like a pack of fucking whatever, and the sh- the youngest one is the slowest, and it gets eaten and shit. The cameramen are standing right there, and they have everything in their power to stop that from happening, but they don't because that's just 
what but happens. we're not lions like remember how we were talking about in the last podcast we're animals but we're also enlightened beings so for me it's like i also don't think that there's a right and wrong of course there's a right and wrong way to do things and anally electrocuting fucking animals is not obviously not the right way to go but um i think you know there's people who uh if you're if like hunting for food and sh- you know what I mean like that's how people did things back in the day and shit. I like would that, never but- yell like if someone was on a deserted island or the Native Americans even back yeah. in the day. Yeah. If, if I had a time traveling machine, I would never time travel to a Native American community and be like, "No, guys, put the bow and arrow down." Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, "Okay, this is a this is a tribe that's very much connected to the earth, and if they need that to survive, that's a whole other thing." Where our society's at, we do not need meat to survive. In fact, we're better off without it. I mean, our our survival, especially at the you know with the dawn of climate change and all the horrors that that will probably bring, um, going vegan or vegetarian or even just you know a flexitarian, whatever, is going to increases our chances of survival of life on Earth because you know it is the leading it's one of the leading causes of climate change, if not the leading which the you know, United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization said it is. Um, it's, you know, it's one of the biggest contributors to the world's most serious environmental problems. You want to talk about water pollution. You want to talk about the death of the oceans. We can talk about how those bottom trawling, trawling ships just scrape the ocean floor and bring everything up. Yeah. And they only use like 25% of their catch. The rest they throw away as bycatch. And scientists had predicted that by... You know, 20, 2048, I think, the ocean will be in collapse because we're we're just taking all the important species out. So we're screwing up with a, you the know, with a balance with the ecosystem. And the, you know, the Amazon, that's being clear cut for, for soy, not for people, but for the animals. You know, the drought in California, the entire Midwest, there's this... Um, there's this underwater aquifer that is being deleted, de- depleted, not deleted. That would be rather dramatic. It's being slowly <laughs> depleted um, because it's going to grain to feed cattle. So, I mean, like the world's worst environmental problems um, can be so much. Uh, well, I don't know if climate change, if some people say it's too late, it's not. But the point is, um, if we want to survive, we have to stop eating so much meat. We have to, and we are the ones who have a choice. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to somebody who doesn't have a choice in Africa. I'm not gonna go to somebody who doesn't have a choice, you know, in India or whatever. I'm g- just. I have a choice. Even in America, not everybody has choices, but I do. I live in New York, fucking city. Yeah. You know, there are people going vegan in my hometown of Evansville, Indiana, um, where there's like no vegan restaurants. But I'm in New York City, and we have so many options. So why not? Why not try? Yeah, and and even for the people who, because it's a big it's a big step to go. Okay, I'm not going to eat meat anymore. I get that, but even to just like okay, so we're told that the food pyramid is a certain way that it's not. Like even dairy, we're told like oh you need this amount. It's not true. Like first of all, how could it be natural that you need milk from another animal? Once again, I'm not saying you have to become vegan, but what I'm saying is. People think they need a certain amount of meat and dairy in their day or they're going to just like have all of these deficiencies. And it's just not true. That's been propaganda from the meat and dairy industry because they want you to eat it. So it's even if you just allow yourself to be open enough to rethink about the quantity 
of meat and dairy you eat and just get more vegetables in your system. Like people have been brainwashed to think that their diet has to be a certain way. And it's not true. That's why I always say to Shane about everything. I'm like, question everything. everything. That's right. Like when he's like, you have to go to college to be able to get a job. I'm like, you don't, you can, but you know, you just have to question everything. And I think that's what all this always comes down to. You get to make the choice you want, whether you want to still eat meat, how much meat, whatever. I'm not going to ever tell anyone how to live their life, but at least question it and be open-minded enough to not be ignorant to what's really going on around you. Because I'm telling you, the treatment of animals is horrific. And, you know, it actually hurts my heart because I love animals so much. I don't care how fuzzy and cute they are if you can snuggle with them. (laughs) I'm serious, though. Like, I care about lives, human lives, animal lives, and... Just at least be open enough to explore what's go- what's really going on and the reality of the condition that they they live in. It's not like that's why when people are so anti hunting, I'm like I'm way more anti factory farming without a doubt. Because at least the animals that are getting hunted are living their lives out in nature, and then boom, it's over. Like how would I want to go out in a fucking cage crammed in on tons of antibiotics? Or would I want to live my life like in a natural habitat and then boom, get get axed? That's like right. either way, I'd prefer someone not kill me. But if I was going to go out, it would not want to be in some fucking factory farm. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I'm. I know I'm, this is a lot for you. No, I like. I'm not. I'm totally. You know, I'm not like for factory farming, whatever. You know what I mean? And and uh, I love animals too, but I'm just like. I don't know to to me I like understand it like I understand how people are like um I understand how we got to like I don't necessarily agree with it I understand it though like how we got to this point where we're fucking throwing thousands of chickens into a blender you know what I mean to feed the mat like you know what I mean to feed these fucking people have no idea what they're shoving to your face but um I don't know. It's it's just it's well, it's no, hard I, for me yeah. to like put my uh words a- opinion into 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 words cuz I mean I am severely uneducated on the on the entire thing. All I know is what I was brought up on, but like as I grow up I'm able to you know gain a little bit of knowledge about it and I don't think I like I try not to eat you know an insane amount of meat, you know what I mean? Like you want to be relatively healthy and eat raw foods or whatever. Not like fish and shit, but you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> I actually don't eat fish. I can't eat fish at all. It's disgusting. Um, I'm with you on that. It's so gross. I don't know how so people gross. eat that. Or even tuna. Dude, I can't even smell tuna. Tuna fish? It all smells like something rotten. It smells like what? Like, I'm thinking of the first person <laughs> who like found tuna and was like, this smells I'm gonna eat this this smells good you just walk walk through the fish section of a supermarket oh my god oh it's so stinky how do you do (laughs) have you do you eat fish I don't but you know when I was a meat eater fish didn't gross me out oh you know and I didn't stop eating meat because the taste grossed me out right right I actually my brother became a vegetarian when he was um 14 I think it was he was really young and I was 16 and I did not like I got it, but I didn't like I was like, okay, you fucking loser, you know, like um, and then finally I was in college and I was like, you know what? I don't know what happened, but I was like, let me at least watch a video and see how I feel for real. And I saw and it fucked me up and I was like, okay, 
I have a decision to make, to make. Do I pretend I never saw this and like push it down and not think about it when I eat my meat? Or do I really face this and stop? And I remember learning about the Holocaust when I was in elementary school thinking I will never be one of those people who mindlessly follows without questioning. And that kicked back in and I said, no, I'm not going to just do something that I have to, if it means I have to be ignorant to it and pretend it's not going on. So I made that decision again. And I was like, you know, but I'm still not perfect. Like sometimes per quote unquote perfect, but like I still sometimes eat cheese and I feel awful about it, which why? Because the dairy industry is fucked. I mean, it's all connected to veal and it's like, it's all, it's not like you have these happy cows in a farm and you got like a little milkmaid (laughs) being like, like, it's like they get infected, they get mastitis. It's, it's like literally there's pus and blood in the milk you guys drink. Yeah. Their their joints become so swollen. Oh my God. Their joints become so swollen that they, they just collapse and, um, and then they're called downer cows. So they come and they. They like take a, a forklift and like have to pick them up and you know take them to the slaughterhouse that way. But uh, what, as a mother, what really I just can't even stand thinking about because it just makes me want to cry or scream is the fact that in order for a cow to produce milk, she has to have been pregnant and just given birth, right? That's we're mammals. Why do we produce milk? Because we feed it to our young. Well, um, in in dairies, they take the baby away from the mother um, sometimes within days sometimes within hours so mother cows have the same gestation period as we do it's about you know nine or ten months and um, and you know they know what's going on and they give birth without an epidural might I add and I've seen them give birth and they're moaning they sounded just like me I did without an epidural I mean it is intense And they go through all that pain. I could not be happier to be a guy. I do, right? Seriously. I would just have that hovering over my head all the time. Like, whenever I would get happy, I'd be like, I'm going to give birth one day. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) Like, I'm so glad I don't have that. That's so funny. (laughs) Your laugh stopped short. (laughs) Right, right. So, so... Yeah, so then the they take the baby away. So the mother's just cleaning the baby. She's bonding. Finally, my baby's here. And then some farmhand, you know, comes and takes the baby away and and the cows can bellow for days they're upset they're in, they're in mourning um gene bauer who runs a farm runs farm sanctuary he actually uh had to take a baby calf away from his mother because to, to treat the mother or the baby i don't know why but the mother hated him forever mm. after that like she would try to run him down she would yeah they know, remember like they remember so anyway the point is they bond, you know, that's the point. For evolution to work and for the survival of these babies to work, the mother has to care, so they do. And then the people take the babies away, you know, if they're, sell them to a veal farm, usually, and um, and then the baby's in a crate, uh, t- tethered at the neck, get fed an anemic diet so the meat doesn't get, you know, too tough or whatever, and then the mother's milk goes to humans. So um, it is... It's personal at this point. It's personal, the dairy industry. Yeah. And, and once again, you know, to do it was it was very like I said, I waited two years to really get into this right. because people get so squeamish when it comes to eating meat because it's such a part of our culture. You know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. it's something that people have grown up with and their parents fed it to them. So when you 
when you talk about the stuff, it almost feels like an attack. And I don't want it to be that. Like I said, all I'm really asking is for people to look at it and see what feels right in yourself without just pushing it away. That's all I'm really asking is for people to be open-minded. And once again, it's not like I'm the perfect, quote-unquote perfect, whatever that means, vegan, you know? It's um, not about, but it's not about perfection, is it? No. It's not about perfection. You know, and there are people who are like, oh, Marisa, do you mind that I have your veggie burger on the grill with my other things? I'm like, no, it, this isn't about purity. It's not about, you know, contamination. It's not about perfection because, I mean, look, I've eaten cereal before where, you know, there's some animal ingredient, is the ninth ingredient or something. It, it doesn't matter. In the scheme of things, that doesn't matter. The point is, um, you know, you just try. You do your best. And doing something is better than doing nothing. So if it's just going, you know. Meatless Mondays. Meatless Mondays, exactly. <laughs> or just you can do vegetarian or vegan until 6 p.m. So breakfast and lunch. You do vegetarian or vegan, then dinner, you know, you eat whatever you want. Man, you're doing such um, such important work. And there's there's so many things in life that we just don't have any power over. You know, I just posted a video about a documentary about the prison system. That's fucked up, you know. Yeah. Um, we could go we could go on and on and on. But this is one thing where we can truly make a difference every day, three times a day. And that's that's exciting. Yeah. It's actually exciting. What's yeah. a vegan breakfast look like? <laughs> it's pretty no, that was, and sparkly. I, and <laughs> um, you could do... I think a lot of people, too, because a lot of, I think a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, maybe I will try... They just don't know what... If they're accustomed to, like, sausage or bacon. Or they, like, don't, they don't even don't think that oh, oatmeal, no, they just, they don't oatmeal know. At, the, at, you know, at whatever Holiday Inn breakfast buffet is... Vegan, because they make it with water. I mean, there are just so many things. Peanut butter and jelly is vegan. Pasta marinara is vegan. Like, there are things that you eat all the time that's, that are vegan. You just don't Vans know Van's vegan it. waffles are so good. Those are very good. Um, so you could do, like, uh, vegan waffles. You could do oatmeal, lots of fruit. Like, there there are tons of things. I'm not thinking, you know, cereal with <laughs> almond milk. Cereal well, with almond what milk. What I was saying it, before know. is that I think there's a lot of people who may be willing, but they're just, they don't know what... They are and aren't allowed to eat, right? You know, yeah. So to put put together meals like for me, like when I when I go on uh, strict diets, like and I eat whatever the hell I want, I it's still it's hard for me to put together meals, and I have all these options to choose from. So to put a, a vegan diet together might be you know there's a learning there's people. a learning curve at first, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. with anything. You have to, you know, you feel like you're eating the same five things for the first, you know, couple of weeks. You're like, ah, not this again. But then you're like, oh, wait, no, wait, though that. And you get the vegan lay of the land. You go on happycow.net or whatever, and you find um, the vegan restaurants near you or vegan friendly, veg friendly. Not every town has a vegan restaurant. But if you go to international restaurants, you know, anything Asian isn't going to have dairy. For one, so if you get if it's vegetarian, it's probably vegan unless it has eggs. Um, Kate, Phil, you know, let's yeah. I mean, I this. do, I do a lot of Thai. When you go out for Thai, yeah, you can get pad Thai without egg. That's amazing. Tons of tofu dishes. There's there's so many things out there, and clearly, if you're in the New York City area or like Philadelphia, you're gonna have a lot more LA. options, yeah, than you would if you're more in the Midwest. But um, once again. Like Maurice and I are saying, it's not about trying to be perfect with it. Even like if you just say, okay, you know what? One meal a day, I'm going to see if I can go vegan or even vegetarian and just start testing it out. 
Um, and even if you say, well, fuck animals, I don't care about them, then do it for the environment, you know, just yeah. it's, it's or for your health. Because, I mean, I've seen documentaries where diabetes has been reversed. I've seen documentaries where um, heart disease has been reversed. I mean, the power of a, the power that the body has to repair itself once given the right fuel is incredible. I mean, you know, before and after pictures of arteries being cleared because plants don't have any cholesterol and that's what clogs arteries, you know, so it's 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 incredible. So um, I do recommend seeing watching the movie Forks Over Knives um, if you're curious about the health aspect of it. I do encourage people to watch Cowspiracy if you're interested in the environmental aspect or if you just want a general all around um, intro. Vegucated is good because you take three people from three different demographics in New York City, um, and you watch their process. Because I, I picked them so that they're funny, so we got a stand-up comic. Yeah. And Brian should be a stand-up comic. And Tesla's, she's just an open book. There's no faking anything. She is who she is. And they each have challenges. Maybe they don't like meat, or they're you know single mom. They don't have time to cook. Uh, I mean, they don't like vegetables. Tesla didn't like vegetables. Brian only ate out because he was a 20-something-year-old bachelor. You know, they're just like regular people. And, um, you know, I have them go vegan for six weeks. And at first they're like, okay, this is funny. Tofu scramble, ha, ha, And then <laughs> we um, introduce them to the animal issues. And then we snoop around a factory farm. We also call a, quote-unquote, humane farm, like an organic farm, and ask the tough questions because people think, you know, if they go organic, then that's so much better for the animals. Well, unfortunately, it's not. Um, it's a step better, but it's not It's not much better. What's the difference between the two? Um, okay, so organic means that they, in terms of animal treatment, means that they have to have access to the outdoors. Okay, so, but that could be a little open door in this huge big shed that they that they open for 10 minutes a day. I mean, I actually called a farm once. I was like, oh, okay, so the cows are out now, right? And she goes, no, it's rainy. And I was like, oh, so, but in the in the winter, she's like, no, no, it's cold in the winter. And I was like, okay, but all right, so the fall they're out. Like, yeah, if it's not rainy or cold. So I'm like, I'm guessing in the summer they're, they're outside. She's like, well, unless it's too hot, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, so they don't really go outside. She's like, well, you know, so, sometimes it depends. I'm like, okay, um, but also people think that this has anything to do with how they're slaughtered, and it's not. Um, they may have the first run of the day in a slaughterhouse so that the equipment isn't contaminated, but it's the same exact process. Um, you know, they get a bolt gun to the head, they get bled out, you know, slit to the throat, they get hung upside down. Um, and then, you know, they also, there are things where the, the speed line, the line is too fast, and they they don't get completely unconscious, and they're dismembered or even you know boiled alive, boiled to get the hair off them. Um, they're alive while they're in the scalding tank. I mean, it's that kind of horrible stuff where you're like, I, I don't even, I can't even think about it, you know. And um, but but it actually happens uh, all the time. So even on organic, you know, with organic animal, quote unquote organic animals. Um, also, there's no nothing to do with how they're handled for transport. You know, they can be crammed into, into you know, trucks or 
boxcars, whatever. They're just crammed and um, they can be thrown around. There's there's no law. And I believe in it. reincarnation and past lives, guys. So you could have been a pig <laughs> or a cow crammed in that fucking yeah. truck. And how would you have felt? You would have wanted the conscious human race to give a shit. That's right. So think about that. Okay, because that shit's real. And if and when y'all reincarnate as an animal, so I think the Indian way of thinking is that if we're at if we're already humans, then we're at the top. So we don't time's an illusion. So it's not just it's not just past to future. Okay, people. So take that into account. (laughs) We just get weird. Maurice is like, I don't know what she's talking about anymore, but we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Damian Lemon from In The Conversation. And this is the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. And alongside with Vladimir Kamanyo, we present In The Conversation, the podcast. Yeah. If you like shit talk on a professional level, you all love In The Conversation. That's right. And you can find In The Conversation on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you go to listen to podcasts. Even if you listen through someone else's door. That's creepy, but we appreciate the support. And we out ya. Peace. Hey guys, this is Chris, one of the producers here at Stand Up New York Labs, and I'm telling you to go check out our Instagram page, at Stand Up NY Labs. We're having a great time taking pictures of all the comics that come into the studio, recording podcasts, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. You're missing out if you're not following us. You can see pictures of Jared Freed, Mark Norman, Joe List, Kurt Metzger. Who doesn't need more pictures of Kurt Metzger in their life? Go check out our Instagram page, at Stand Up NY Labs. You're going to love it. Okay, we're back. <laughs> that was a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I want to say. Oh, and the other thing, like, I remember when I was, like, more into the veganism movement, a lot of people would come at me and be like, oh, you don't care about humans, though? And I'm like, what the, who the fuck said that? You know what I mean? That's a big thing when you're, like, for, you know, animal rights. People would be like, what about human rights? I'm like, dude, I'm for all of it. Like, I'm just for being a conscious person and caring about all of it. Compassion is not a limited resource. It's a it's a renewing one. I mean, it's it's a renewable one. I mean, I think the more love you have for and from some somebody, the more you have for somebody else. I mean, it's it's not like either or. Um, you know, I I think you're yeah, right. you're not it's like you're not like. Well, I care about animals, so fuck those refugees. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, clearly it's about caring for a lot of different things. Um, yeah, and you were saying about like the prison system, that kind of shit. Like even when I watch Orange is the New Black, which is a completely right. Oh, right. like I still get just fired up. I'm like, people need to know. I know what's going on. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah, and also people need to know what happens to uh, people who have to kill animals for a living. Nobody wants to do that. So who does that? The Mexicans who don't have any other options. You know, Fast Food Nation is a good book to get into that. Um, Every 12 Seconds is a good book. Uh, Slaughterhouse by Gail Eisenitz is eye-opening. Um, I doubt people are going to rush to their bookstore to get the book Slaughterhouse by Gail Eisenitz. But um, <laughs> but I, I will tell you that it's um, that we might as well put the workers on the line. And they're, they're just being processed, too. And when you are... When you are forced to do violent acts to anyone, there's a part of you that shuts off. There's a part of you that um, becomes, you know, disconnected. becomes disconnected. And then so you go home, you have all this shit and violence in your life, and you fight with your wife, 
you you know you slap your kid you kick your dog and um it's true i mean it's that the areas around slaughterhouses have the highest crime rates they have you know the highest instances of de- domestic abuse i don't think it's disconnected at all i think it's part and parcel of the same thing yeah because when you have to get used to disconnecting from traumatic things it's hard to turn that all the way back on you know what i mean so mm-hmm. if you're if that's your job where you just have to look at these animals like they're not living things like they're just basically like a shoe that you're dealing with it would be very hard to go into your home now and just be like boom now i'm here again now i'm yeah. present right so yeah you know once again um, it's just once it, I keep saying once again it's about being connected and aware and uh, how are you feeling Joe? <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to picture like the kind of person that would have to cut open a, an animal's neck every fucking day well I think a lot of them are maybe ex-felons who can't get can't get good work or it's people who don't don't have other options you know they're um, it's funny on Cinco de Mayo Tyson shuts down because it's all these Mexican immigrants who you know many of them aren't aren't legal so they actually are very vulnerable to exploitation they will do whatever their employers want them to do because they don't they need money they need to survive they need to feed their families they don't want to you know be kicked to the curb they certainly don't want to be you know deported so um so that's really who's that's who really who's doing it or these people who are on these ships. Did you read that New York Times or was it a Washington Post expose? It came out recently that these it's actually children who are on these big boats, these ships, and they process, I think it's shrimp. Um, and they, they have their little hands frozen in these vats of water. And, uh, and they, they're not, you know, they're in so much pain and it's so uncomfortable, these children. And then there was an expose last week about um, workers, I think it's slaughterhouse or maybe even assembly line workers in a meat plant who are not allowed to have bathroom breaks because, you know, it's about the bottom line. It's about the bottom line. If you go to vegan.com and sign up for the for the e-newsletter, Eric Marcus does an amazing job of sending a weekly roundup um, on Friday afternoons of the news around, you know, veganism and it's about, you know, it's what's, you know, new health reports or it's new exposés about the industry or it's a new product, you know, that's exciting. Yesterday, um, I saw that Bailey's now has an almond milk. Really? <laughs> yeah. They now do like an almond milk. Go Bailey's. Know, yeah. Version of their So drink, if you're an so. alcoholic, be a conscious alcoholic. <laughs> that's right. No, but like, you know... So when I, I was like turbo into veganism, you know, right, like for right, a second right. there, and it's not that I've changed in the, in the sense of my compassion for animals, but I saw a deeper, deeper problem in the world, which was this overall disconnect from everything, you know, because animal rights and the animal industry or factory farming is not the only fucked up thing going on in the world. Like there are too many things to name. I don't want to depress everyone. Like here's my list of everything <laughs> you should be upset about. But for me, I was like, how can I make a difference? And yeah, the protests were cool, but I was like, I want to go to the deepest part of healing. And I think it's when you start going and looking at places in yourselves and trying to reconnect to places that you've numbed and just overall wanting to care about others, which is what we were talking about in the last podcast, just caring about other people, other beings, this planet, suddenly something changes. And I feel like even if you just let yourself feel again you know it's it's going to just change the world and i think this whole thing animal rights the prison system 
the fucked the fucked up public school system, all of these things, you know, our policies on immigration. I think it comes down to forgetting that we're all connected. And it's so easy to stay in your little bubble of like, well, that doesn't affect me, so I don't fucking care. I'm not an animal, so I don't care. Or I'm not that race, so why should I care about what policies affect them? It's like, you're connected. You could have easily been that thing or that person. So why not? Yeah, we have a limited amount of, um, this isn't the right way to say it. There's only so much difference, I guess, you can make. But but at the same time, if you're trapped in a room with a mosquito, that mosquito is really tiny, but it can fuck your world up. (laughs) So you have way more of, God, I can't think of the right word. You can make more of a difference than you realize. An An impact. Thank you. Just by caring again, just by feeling, just by being open-minded. So I'm not asking people to just suddenly pick up, you know, a sign and protest. I'm asking you to just think about it. Just feel, feel into it. And not just with animal rights stuff. Feel into, like, question everything for real and make the decision that suits you. So if it doesn't suit you to stop eating meat, that's fine. But at least start really living in the reality of of the world we live in because there are so many horrific things going on and it really stems from being out of relationship with yourself and others. Just start trying to care again. You're not the only one suffering. There's so many beings on this planet that are are right there with you and the way to like alleviate it is go there within yourself and try to support other people. Sorry, that was quite the that rant. Was, huh? That was some. I was a... Uh... That was beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> stuff, Kate. And when I ended, I was like, whoa, that was a rant. So I blocked out what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jesus I like, Christ. <laughs> I think that was an Arcturian alien channeling through me. <laughs> and we're back to Are Kate. you into aliens and that kind of stuff, Marisa? Or? Nope. Not really. That's cool, you know, to each his own. So you're into aliens. Oh, man, I have. You have yeah. no fucking idea. Oh, into them. I Do just I fucked be- one. Oh. Hey. hey what? My mom's <laughs> one. Actually, my husband's one. I mean, resident alien. <laughs> <laughs> resident alien <laughs> oh, yeah I'm, okay. i got i got real uh deep into spiritual stuff which isn't all about aliens but um big fan of them and uh <laughs> yeah i've gotten really and that's why like i said you know i think part of my like the one of the first steps of my journey was actually opening up to the vegetarian stuff because that's an opening you're like in this kind of comfort comfort place where you don't want to question because you have the way that you're going through the world and suddenly you're like okay let me look at this and you know you have a shattering where you're like okay and then I just wanted to keep going deeper and that's when I saw yeah the animal stuff's important but there's just a there's a reason why we're treating the animals the way we do you know it's it's linked to why we're so have our heads up our asses about the public school system and the way we create bills and policies like you're seeing it everywhere it's a tapeworm society and um i was like okay so what's how do you start fixing this and you know when i felt deep inside it's healing work if we all just started healing ourselves and feeling again and being sensitive we wouldn't want to hurt others because we'd feel their pain we'd be we'd empathize with them so that's why it's you know you can try to put external controls Like, just don't eat meat or just don't beat your kid, you know, but there's a reason why people want to hurt other things. It's because they're unconsciously hurting themselves and they don't know what to do with that pain. I have a question. You (laughs) mentioned something like a flexitarian. Flexitarian. What does that mean? Oh, you know, what? it's someone who at their core is vegetarian, but 
in cer- certain, I guess, circumstances, they're flexible about it. You know, where so that's like my dad. What does your dad do? He tries to really stay away from meat, but when he goes to like a friend's, you know, dinner and they're, and they're serving like, meat, he'll like, eat it. it yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just kind of like you know, but but he, it's on his mind. I mean, my dad used to not be at all, and then when both of his kids. <laughs> became and we were both like just pay it like you know because my dad lo- he's a huge bird a huge bird watcher he loves birds and he used to be like looking at with his like binoculars like oh katie look at this and i'd be like are you gonna eat it after you look at it <laughs> you know so finally yes. he started thinking about it um i forget what my point was there huge bird watcher that's such oh like- yeah he's like <laughs> that's cute dads are funny my dad's the head of the indiana azalea society really yeah yeah. Yeah, that's cute. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. <laughs> so, so, so you're saying that your dad's flex, he's flexitarian in that when he's, so he tries at home to do the right thing or whatever, but if it's, if it's like a special occasion, a special or occasion. Yeah. You know, and people say like, oh, you know, they go to these crazy places like, I can't be vegan. What about Thanksgiving? No, then be vegan except for Thanksgiving. Like you're going to make, you know, such a big or what about you know my grandma's pot roast okay be vegan except for your grandma's pot roast like you know the rules you make your own you make rules. your own rules you know and and i lo- i met a lot of vegans who are so strict with it i mean i made the mistake of uh living my life in a way where i'm like oh you're vegan then you're my soulmate like yes. people who are so rigid in their way of thinking they're almost always a little off like like (laughs) be flexible in all ways with yourself make the rules that fit you and what feel good to you the interesting thing is my brother used to be a strict vegan and now you know he he was he was getting his phd in philosophy now he's an organic farmer and he's actually not strict vegetarian anymore okay because he when he became an organic and when he became an organic farmer and he saw how it actually works and he just does vegetable farming he doesn't you know kill any animals but you know, he saw that they had to make, like, to even um, keep, like, the animals out, that some of them were, like, dying, getting caught in, like, the the, like, the nets that they'd put around okay. it. Like, they weren't purposely trying to kill the animals. Right. But he saw that it's almost impossible to not kill anything. Like, he right. had to go around and hand squish bugs to get them from not eating oh my gosh. the crops, which was, like, better than spraying pesticides yes. for the environment. Yes. So he saw that... You know, even with what he does, it was impossible to make to have nothing die, although he's still mostly vegetarian and vegan. So even there, you know, he's such he's one of the most open minded people and he's just always being flexible and changing and he's in it in it. So once again, it's 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 about flexibility with all things and just always being open minded enough to really figure it out for yourself. That's right. Um, Yeah, I, I talk about BPO, best possible option. Like, what is your best possible option at this point? You know, if, okay, so if here I am at this hotel and they don't have a vegan breakfast, hardly anything, you know, so I'm like, okay, toast with peanut butter and then, God, I'm so hungry. All right, these whatever pops, cereal has, you know, honey, like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm just yeah. like, who cares? You know, can you imagine right now? I was like, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Or, you know, I mean, or even like I'm at the airport in nowhere and they have some awful Chinese, you know, little restaurant there with like greasy noodles and that may have egg in it. I'm like, I'll have the greasy noodles with a little bit of egg. Like, 
Like, okay, that's my best pasta option. My favorite are the vegans who don't eat honey, but then are emotionally abusive to women. Those are always my favorite (laughs) people. I'm like, you don't want to hurt a bee, but you're fucking (laughs) calling a girl a whore. Like, get your life together. I've I've actually heard an argument in favor of of consuming honey um, to help preserve the bees. I mean, unfortunately, we're at the place where sometimes conservation and exploitation are intertwined and... um, Oh, it's it's a gray area. There's so many gray areas. Life is all gray it's all areas. Gray. It's so when all you try gray. to put it in a category, you're right. fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> what is this voice? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's passion. Passion. She's feeling it. Do you have to go, by the way? What time? Yeah, Marie, so you have to, you have to go. It's 6.30. Oh, oh. But yeah, we'll... we'll We'll wrap this up. All right. All right. Joe. No, well, no, I'm sorry. You can, if you need to head out and yeah. then I kind of want to interview Joe after. <laughs> oh, God. But where can, would, where can they find you if they want to contact yeah. you oh, and see what you're up to? Yeah. Um, find me on Facebook, Maurice Miller-Wolfson, Vegucated. That's V-E-G-U-C-A-T-E-D. You can go to Vegucated.com. Um, watch the movie on Netflix. Um, you know, send me a message. Let me know what you thought. You know, we're on Twitter. We're on, we're on Instagram. So I would love to, you know, hear some reactions to the film. So far, it's gotten some... You know, it's gotten, it's resonated with people because unfortunately there aren't many films on this topic. Um, but what I really made a point of doing was bringing humanity and humor um, to this whole issue because, um, you know, humans are funny and we're imperfect, but we're just doing our best. We're just, we're trying to suck less. <laughs> we're doing our best. We're trying to suck I a like little that. bit I like that. A t-shirt. Humans trying to suck less. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I think there is one. I think there's vegan. I'm vegan because I'm trying to suck less or something like that. I think there is a t-shirt. Hysterical. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. What a treat. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could hang out more after, but we'll be in touch. We're going to have a play date. Play date. Sounds great. <laughs> okay. So, oh, so God. Joe. Yeah. I don't know. Did that change at all how you think or... I mean, I just... Um, Not that I was looking to brainwash you. I really wasn't. You were. It's, no, I... No. <laughs> I swear to God. No, it wasn't about... Because I know that you're pretty, like, um, steadfast in your beliefs with it. It was honestly more, like, when I saw recently, which I... I'm really, like, not, though. Like, I'm just... I don't... Like, I just get it. You know what I mean? I get both sides of it. Like, for me, uh, you know, it's it's hard for me to just say you know, this is the right way, this is the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, even though you have options, like, sh- sure. You know what I mean? And this is maybe this is a better option, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right option or, you know. I don't think there is a right and a right. wrong, though. I, I think in, in you know, in a perfect world, anyone could eat whatever the hell they want and none of these factories would exist yeah. if you, you know, people went out into the woods and shot deer in the face or whatever shot cat whatever Jesus. shot shot whatever deer in right the in the, face. the fucking face yeah. bambi take shot, that shot these animals in the face in in the wild and didn't like you know fucking harvest them and shit uh that would be best case scenario because it's just to me that's just the way it goes you know what i mean that's just that's just how it is like i was saying before like the, with the discovery channel like you're you, you see these guys there like you can totally save this animal's life. You know what I mean? No, I hear what you're saying. But at the same time, we're conscious beings who have a choice. And people have the what right to make a choice. What conscious beings mean? Because there are a lot of animals that are We're conscious. not a slave. Well, yes and no. We're not a slave to our animal nature. Like most animals 
yeah, you can train an animal and a dog, but they're still very, like they're not like they're not writing books. They're not writing memoirs and philosophizing. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We have it's both a dilemma and a gift, right? Of being so aware of our actions. Because if we weren't, you could just go and rape a girl and be like, "Well, my dick wanted it." Like, what, like animals yeah. rape each other, and you can't be like, "Hey, that is woman's rights." You know right. what I mean? Like, we have the ability to decide for ourselves what path we want to take and what feels best for us. But there's still choice within that. And some people choose to be rapists. They, that's a choice. They right. say, fuck it. I think I have the right to do that. Or some people just are a slave to another desire and they end up doing it because they were overpowered as a child and it overtakes them, whatever their reason is. But as a conscious being, you get to make a choice. That's the beauty of being a human. Right. So I'm not saying eating meat is the wrong choice. I'm saying at least be open-minded and take in the information and the reality of the situation before making your choice. Right. And I think I've done that. And I don't know. I, I really do understand both sides of it. I'm, I'm not like... Why don't you try a meatless Monday? Yeah. See, like I could probably do... Or even like, like one breakfast a week, being, you know, or lunch, like, and just see... I probably do that anyway because I eat fairly healthy like most of the time. You know what I mean? Chipotle is great. Like go Chipotle. I've never been there ever. Are you? F- oh, you told me that before. I've never been there. Do you like Mexican food? Yeah, I've been I've been to a Mexican restaurant like five times. I think that's it. Yeah. Wow. Like in recent memory, like within the last two, like year, I think. Dude, I love Chipotle so much. Sorry. I've never, I just never got, been there. I'm hungry. I've been there a couple of times, but I never get any food. Like, if my friends are always like, why don't you eat? I was like, I'm just not, I don't know. Well, anyway, so that, but Chipotle is a great place to get a good vegetarian burrito. They even have fake meat now called sofritas. It's amazing. You can put that in the burrito. It's so good. Um, yeah, but there are just tons of places, especially like Asian food, whenever you go out for that stuff, tons of vegetarian See, like, options. I don't like that food either. Like, I can't, I don't eat You're Chinese such food. a typical, like... I am just like an Italian hamburger. No, I'm I like, I I like grilled chicken. I like salads. <laughs> I like. You're such a white fucking, dude, Joe. I yeah, I, I am. I am such a white dude. I eat like the same shit all the time. You what did what I mean? Ellie, who was on the podcast, what did she call you? The evolved bro. Yeah, something like that. Because you're such still that like typical evolved. No, you're the typical white dude frat guy, but like the way evolved version. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't it's know. all complicated. Do you, do you I honestly, wasn't doing this to try to brainwash I know anyone. That. That's I the do. other thing. It was more like at least acknowledge what's going on because I care so much about animals for real that if I could just make a dent a little bit through this podcast of improving their lives, even if it's like one life, to me, I'm like, well, there you go. Right. There you go. I mean... Like I said, the fucking farms are like the worst thing in the world. Factory farming is disgusting. Yeah, and that's all just because of money. Like people just want money and greedy, as much as greedy. possible, and that's just the way it's gonna go. Like there's nothing. That's why I'm really saying it has to be a do. deeper problem where people care more about it's not morals ha- than money. But it's not gonna happen. Not with that attitude. I, it's just not though. Even if we can turn the world around where they care more about the inner world than the outer, there's no way. Let's shake on it because, first of all, if it's not in this life, you know we're going to be friends. For you know lifetimes. I'm shake you, on it. You know I'm like de- first of all, that's your left hand. Second of all, you know that I'm down. What you with can't that. shake with a left? No, that's completely disrespectful. Oh my god, really? Um, <laughs> I've just been having all these big business meetings going in left hand shakes. Uh, 
the people who run the factory farms and have came up with those ideas run the fucking world. They have all this money. Oh, like yeah. they're going to find out they have the money. So that if I get taken out and assassinated in a week, it's because they heard this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Dude, if you think <laughs> I hope I live a long life, but if not, it's because I open my big mouth about everything. I'll go out. I'm gonna oh go out my hard. God, shut up. What'd you say earlier? You said something like another really insulting sentence about me. I said, me. I don't want to eat anything that you put in your mouth. Or something like <laughs> yeah, because I took out my like vegetarian baraka. Whatever the hell that is. Yeah. And you were just like, I was like, you want a bite? And you were just like, get that the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat your fucking. Whatever, gross dude. Gross. Stay in your tofu. little. Stay in your little protective shelter of a mind. I'm going to go eat Sanigato. a chicken parm hero oh. after this. Thank you. After our beautiful. I can't. Those no, are so good. No, it's all about making a choice. I, I, They're so good. I want everyone I'll to just go out, make any choice you want, but try to make a conscious choice. I did if get. Possible. I did get a salad for lunch today. That did happen. So, okay. All right, Joe. Where can they find you? The nearest. Oh, here we go. McDonald's. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Why would you say that? No, I haven't. I don't eat McDonald's. I don't encourage fast food at all. I haven't had it in three years. I think it's disgusting. Um. Or soda, unless there's Jack Daniels in it. Uh, if you guys want to follow me or contact me, I'm on Twitter at Joe Santagato and Kate. Twitter, I'm at the Kate Wolf. If you want a tarot card reading, kwolf27 at gmail.com. And Nathan and I have another show coming up July 13th, Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Promo code NateKate for $10 tickets. Come on out. At the end, him and I, we take questions from audience members and we tell you what we think. It's the shit. So coming out, it's at New York Comedy Club in New York City. Oh, and I'm going to be trying to do these tarot workshops. So if you want me to come to your city, hit me up, kwolf27 at Gmail, and I will heal the group. Whatever. I wanted that to sound better. But okay. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. What the fuck is happening? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.